Welcome to 5-Minute Fever. I'm your host, Kayla Hegret, and my goal is to get you in God's Word and fired up with the Holy Spirit. So what a case of the Mondays already. So I know I haven't been getting up or super early lately for these podcasts, and today I decided, hey, I'm going to try to get up earlier. Maybe not as early as I would normally get up, but earlier. So I tried to get up earlier, and I tried to record this whole episode, and I was so excited. I'm like, yes, finally recorded early. And then I forgot to plug in all my stuff, so nothing saved. So we are going to try once more, and hopefully this goes off without a hitch. Got everything plugged in. Let's pray for the best. Hopefully my kids don't wake up and start knocking on the door. But let's review what we talked about on Friday. So on Friday, we had kind of talked about how Paul had brought up a sin that was going on in the church. There was a kind of, not necessarily a deacon, but somebody of higher status was sleeping around with his stepmom. And so Paul was talking about the dangers of allowing somebody like that into the church because unfortunately it wasn't a one-time mistake. It wasn't a mistake that they were grieving and that they were like, oh, I can't believe this happened. But what had happened was that they not only continued, but that they were proud of this. And so he was saying this is dangerous to allow and enable such kind of unbelief in the church. You need to cast it away. You need to throw this kind of thing out and let his flesh become destroyed before allowing him to come back into the church. Because he was saying that it's not that his spirit is totally gone from him, but that he is so consumed by the flesh that this flesh needs to be destroyed before he's back in the church. And so what he was talking about is that it's this kind of poison that can run through a church if we don't handle it properly. And so now what he's talking about when we go to 1 Corinthians chapter 6 is he's in the first part of it, he's going to be talking about how to handle court cases. And so he's again talking about disputes between believers. So let's pick up and let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 6. And let's look at verses 1 through 11, which says, If any of you has a dispute with another, do you dare take it before the ungodly for judgment instead of before the Lord's people? Or do you not know that the Lord's people will judge the world? And if you were to judge the world, are you not competent to judge trivial cases? Do you not know that we will judge angels? How much more the things of this life? Therefore, if you have disputes about such matters, do you ask for ruling from those whose way of life is scorned in the church? I say this to shame you. Is it possible that there is nobody among you wise enough to judge a dispute between believers? But instead, one brother takes another to court. And this in front of unbelievers. The very fact that you have lawsuits among you means you have been completely defeated already. Why not rather be wronged? Why not rather be cheated? Instead, you yourselves cheat and do wrong, and you do this to your brothers and sisters. Or do you not know that wrongdoers will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral or immoral nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who have sex with men, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanderers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And that is what some of you were. But you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. So what this passage reminds me of is really the time of Moses. That's that's the first thing that gets brought up to my mind when I'm reading this. And why is because Moses 
during the time of the Israelites when they were sitting in the wilderness and they were waiting to go to the promised land is he sat and he judged all the cases all day long he would judge these cases until one day it was brought up to him like hey you can't bear this burden anymore so you need to elect people to help you judge all these cases because they're trivial some of these are trivial so he elected people to not only judge people of 10 and then people of 100 and people of a thousand but he created this whole court system for the israelites for believers and so here i think paul is trying to bring this up like is there nobody among our own ranks and that we could handle our court cases for because what happens is we are giving our way the power of the church to unbelievers is really what what the case comes down to and what happens is when we have this division amongst ourselves that doesn't present a unified image to unbelievers who are already having a rocky enough time accepting Christ. And so here we are showing them that we're not a safe people because we fight and we quarrel among each other. We're not showing the same love and grace that Jesus Christ shows us with each other when we present these court cases. That's not to say we can't have some disputes among each other. But how we handle it says a lot about who we are as a people. And so could you imagine if we had a church system? Because we don't in America. And I speak of America specifically because we do have some listeners that listen across the world. And so in the Church of America, we do not let the church handle our disputes. We do exactly what Paul is talking about and we let the world judge us. But could you imagine if we gave that power to the church, that we gave it back to our own people, that we said, hey, we have this dispute among our brother, that we have this dispute among our sister. Could you handle this for us? Could you imagine the kind of world that we would have that would have the love and the compassion of Christ and the wise judgment of God to be able to speak into our lives and into our situations in a way that would edify us? Could you just imagine that kind of world? We don't do that, though. We instead take it to this court system, which is judges by worldly standards, which is judged by man-made laws, not God-made laws. And we allow this and we accept this. And what happens is we create this division, not only between ourselves as brothers and sisters in Christ, but we create a further division from the world in Christ as well, because it doesn't show this presented opportunity of love and compassion and mercy. And so you want to, I think we just should pray into that today as we should fellowship and really just think about maybe that we should give the power back to our churches to speak into our lives and into our circumstances and into our situations to guide us in the way of Christ. So would you join me in prayer? Heavenly Father, Lord God, I just want to thank you for this time. I want to thank you for this space. Lord, I think there are so many times where we have given away the power of the church. Lord God, you have called us to be a holy people that edify one another and love, compassion, and mercy. And yet we give away this trait to the world. We give away our power to the world. Instead of handling our cases with one another, we let unbelievers handle them with their man-made laws instead of the laws of God. So Lord God, I just pray that we would take into our hearts, we would take into our minds, maybe the possibility of giving ourselves once again over to the church. Lord God, I know this can be a scary thing because some of us come with a lot of church hurt, but I 
pray that you would give us wise people in our lives. It doesn't necessarily have to be our pastor, but just wise people in our lives that can speak into our situations, that can that can mediate for us in times of need. So please, Lord God, would you bring these people to the forefront of our mind as we need cases disputed. In Jesus Christ's name, I pray. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me, and I look forward to next time. Please like and follow 5-Minute Fever on Facebook and Instagram so you can subscribe and share to get the next episode and so we can show people it's possible to get a big word from God without having to spend hours in the Bible.